1: All right, Steeler fans, welcome back. This is Jeff Hartman of Behind the Steel Curtain for another episode of the Steelers preview. Still grinding through the 2022 regular season. It's a shame it's almost over, the regular season that is. Will there be more? We'll find out. In the meantime, I bring in the two hosts that always are with me on the preview. Dave Schofield, what's up, Dave?
2: Not much, Jeff. Just like you said, we're we're probably looking at our next-to-last preview of a Steelers game, which just makes me sad.
0: It really does.
1: All right. It is. Brian Davis. What's up,
0: Brian? I'm holding out for a Super Bowl run in 2022. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of these. Yes. <laughs> Love the audience. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I started with uh, my New Year's tier a
1: little or too early. So nah, 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 nah. Now, speaking of New Year, you know, this is the last preview of 2022, not of the season. We're at least going to have one more after this. I'm going to throw something at you guys real quick. Uh, what is your New Year's Steelers resolution? Dave, we'll start with you.
2: Well, I could go with the default, and I could say play hard. Uh, <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking more not just like the one game that's in 2023 before they turn the page. Two I'm thinking more have... of turning the page, yeah.
2: Yeah, turning the page, keep – Keep on the upper trajectory. You know, right now they've sensed that by a week. This has been a whole new team. A team, you know, hasn't been perfect, but a lot more wins than losses. You know, keep that rolling in, into the 2023 season.
1: All right. What about you, Brian? What's your New Year's Steelers resolution? I've got the same one. Do you guys want me to do, uh, play
0: hard or play mild? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one you want. <laughs> All right. Well, we could play mild and say ra- rapidly improve and
1: greatly improve the play calling
0: or we can go this one Fire Mac Canada.
1: <laughs> that's that's it. I mean if they do that you're uh you're happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think I am because I I think I think it's it's run its course.
1: Yeah. For for me I I think and I've said this a million times on Let's Ride is that in my opinion, I was asked this. I think it, it before this offseason, before March of last year, you know, when Ben officially retired and the new league year is getting ready to roll around, which means the start of free agency, the draft is on the horizon. And someone asked me, like, okay, the, the team, this team has to rebuild. How long do you think it's going to take for them to be really cons- like they are contenders, not just maybe a playoff team? And I said two to three years. That's what I said, and I, I stand by that answer this is year one and so my new year's resolution for the steelers is just to continue the rebuild i think in year two you should expect playoffs yeah playoffs i think they should be really com- they, they should be more competitive than they were this year against the upper echelon teams and then in year three you hope they put the finishing touches on it and you'd still have that rookie quarterback contract with Kyle, uh, with Kenny Pickett, And you have that one extra year of control with the fifth year option. That's my new year's resolution for this team. And guys, I want to ask you real quick, and I don't want to jump the gun. I'm not trying to put the cart before the horse, but I mean, they did just play the Ravens three weeks ago and um, <laughs> so there's not too much more there to talk about, but um, what's happened since it, then <laughs> it has Dave, a whole show on it. Uh, yes, it was great I show. did. If, if you all think about this upcoming transitional period for the Steelers and you think about that rebuild, does the fact that Omar Khan is at the helm and Andy Weedle as the, you know, pro football scout, whatever you want to call it, the director of pro football operations, I don't know. Does it make you think like, man, maybe we'll see something we won't? Or does it, you know, kind of like the old 70s Steelers, SOS, same old Steelers? What do you think, Dave? It, I tell you ya- –
2: You could get in trouble being this way, but I'm this type of Steelers fan, and I know you're this type of Steelers fan as well, Jeff, because I we we know each other well enough that we can see it. And that is, I sometimes look at something new being exciting. Yeah. In 2019, when Ben Roethlisberger got hurt and was out for the season, you know, part part of me was like, this could be exciting to see what the Steelers do without it. Now. It had had its ups and downs. And and with various things of that nature, moving into a different uh, quarterback era, I think that could be exciting that the Steelers are doing now. And moving into a different GM and a different front office, I look at that also as the potential to be something exciting. Because I'm going to believe that's what it is until it's not. So that's the way I'm approaching it. I'm excited about what a different GM would do, what a different um, um, player personnel person, how they'll work together, how the draft will look, how contracts will look. Will it, you know, We, we kind of have an idea of how the Steelers do things. That's kind of thrown out the door a little bit. I used to be able to predict what was happening with the structure of contracts as soon as they were done and it made it easier to write stuff not not so since since last year's draft since Omar Khan took over with some of these new contracts and and things that he's done. So I'm I'm excited about it until I'm like until I'm not excited about it. So I'm I'm optimistic that it's going to be um a a, a good new era for the Steelers.
1: Okay, what about you Brian when you think about that and that interesting wrinkle and in everything with the new GM and player personnel?
0: Well, I'm going to give you three players names and I'm going to have you guys answer this question. As I answer this question, would these three fellas be on this team in the capacity that they are or aren't right now? Larry Ogan Joby. Would he be there with Kevin Colbert? Deontay Johnson. Would he get that extension with Kevin Colbert? And because remember, an extension that was done in the middle of camp, and we don't see that we don't see a deal like that as much as we usually do, and then go ahead and look at Chase Claypool. Would have he been traded? Because we don't see that a whole heck of a lot, and we haven't seen that a whole a whole heck of a lot either.
2: And uh, one more locking in Minka Fitzpatrick so and, early, and Minka. That's yes. another
0: one, yeah. Yes, so there Those are you great go points, Brian. Yeah, so I, I think we've already seen the beginning of the new era. The new era is here. It has fingerprints of both men on it, it has Andy Weidel's fingerprints, and you get excited every time you think of what has happened in Philadelphia. And don't forget about this. Think about something. We're really excited about watching that we watched the bears the last eight weeks or so. And now we're watching the Houston Texans because the Houston Texans are one game away from dropping down to number two, which means if that happens and the bears get the number one overall pick, that means they get the number 32 overall pick. And that is essentially could be considered a two number one picks for the Steelers. Because oh. even though it's day two, the number one pick in day two is the 32nd pick because Miami forfeited that. So this is something new that we've seen. It's so exciting and what's going on. And the reason I go back when I mention that, Andy Weidel did the same thing to the New Orleans Saints. And they play the Saints this week. And uh, the Philadelphia Eagles play the Saints this week. And the Philadelphia Eagles are going to get a top ten pick. <laughs> and they could very well win the super bowl because of a draft a, a trade before the draft
1: is that what is it a- was what was that trade they wanted to the pick right they, they traded yeah. to get a pick they traded up to be
2: they were one spot ahead of the steelers weren't they they had they had two like did they have two number ones like within three
1: picks of each other right around there who new orleans new orleans oh, really? yeah well Philly, Philadelphia this, did. Philadelphia did, and then the, the Saints traded up. Well, yeah, I'm saying Philly
2: one. did, and then yeah. then the Saints traded traded they with back to Philly. Back. They ended up neck. Back yeah. back. So I mean, so Philly set up with another good pick this year because of what they did last year, because yeah. they were already there wheeling and dealing. And Brian, I want to jump in and say you talked about Omar Khan's Khan's fingerprints and, and Andy White's fingerprints. I still think that 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 you've got the residual fingerprints of Kevin Colbert and just just think if these guys are moving forward with the Steelers front office taking taking the best that you could get from Kevin Colbert and still bringing in some new ideas that's a that's a great
0: recipe and they've got cap money
2: they don't have as much as people think, but they but, do have. But some. they do. They have. I just checked that tonight. This is based off a projection of a two hundred twenty-five million dollar cap. They would have about seventeen million. So it's not like they're crazy good, but it's Steelers good. What if that is makes
1: the, sense? What did? What was the cap this year? Do you remember, Dave?
2: Um, I give me a second. It was. Was it two? Was that the two hundred eight? Um. I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah. 208. Jump, if it 208 208 jumps right
1: to two twenty five, that sounds about right. Cause they, that's yeah. when all this TV money kicks in. Uh, I think they're going to yeah. see a pretty significant hike. In so,
2: I mean, they're, they're middle of the road of the NFL when it comes to cap space. But I mean, think about it. The Steelers aren't used to, I mean, yeah, that's what I think. I think they will free up some more, um, with, with, with a move here and a move there, but they also, you got to look at how many players that they have under contract right now, which I'm, which I'm going to check because part of that just comes to that. You've got to fill up your, your, your 50, your, well, sorry, your 90 man roster. They only have 39 players under contract for next year. Mm. So you're, you're looking at, you don't even have, now a lot of these guys are going to be, you know, low end fill in guys that, minimum contracts may not make the team you'll get you know f- you know undrafted free agents and things of that nature but it's not like there's going to be cap displacement and stuff like that so they have some space but it's not like they're going to go out and you know sign the biggest non-quarterback person out there and have a huge cap hit this very first year um because they're going to still have to be smart with how they spend it for sure.
1: And so I don't want to spend a ton of time on this stuff, yeah. but we've started talking about the long-term stuff. So I want to get this. We got to, I got to bring this up. I mean, Dave, I mean, I, the, someone said this, so you, you got to answer this question, Dave, read it on the screen.
2: Uh, hey Dave, my biggest dream was a shout out from you to me. Let's go Steelers <laughs> from J, Is that, I almost put the Y in the wrong spot. I almost said J Roan. It's, or is it J road or Jerome? Right. Come on, guys, help me out. I can't uh, pronounce it.
0: Oh, J Ron Elliott was on the Steelers, and that almost looked.
2: but I think he had a Y before the R.
0: That's Jeroin.
2: Jeroin. I
0: I think.
2: Yeah. Hey, you, you can get that shout out here. Biggest, um,
1: dream, biggest, biggest dream, Dave. Biggest
2: dream. That's, well, that's only because I'm probably the biggest person he's ever seen on a screen. <laughs> so unless he's watched pro wrestling.
0: I, I, I live
1: my dream every week. <laughs> Well, there you go. All right. Let's get into this week 17 game Pittsburgh at the Ravens. I want to throw it over to Dave. Dave did a great Steelers stat geek podcast, which aired on Thursday morning on our audio only side, wherever you get your podcast or Steelers or behind the steel curtain, subscribe, follow whatever the platform requires. And he talked about the changes between these two teams. The last meeting, Dave, since you looked at the numbers and you had a lot of numbers. Yeah, it was, (laughs) was there one or two that stood out the most when you were reading through these stats and here's what they've done since the last week, was there one or two, I don't care if you break it up, offense, defense, that's entirely (laughs) up to you. I know you have a whole page.
2: I bust out the notebook (laughs) just to make sure I don't get it wrong.
1: But were there any numbers you're like, wow, like that's, that's noteworthy. Like, was there anything that stood out to you?
2: That the Steelers have the number one defense over the last two weeks. Mm, Okay. I mean, they've allowed the fewest amount of yards. Um, they've, I mean, they're fourth in points, um, because believe it or not, the Ravens have allowed, allowed less, but the Ravens only went one and one over the last two weeks. And it's not that they were playing better teams than the Steelers. The Steelers played two teams that are now six and nine. The Ravens played one that's now six and nine and one that's now five and 10. But yeah, that overall defense being first, uh, the rush defense of only, I mean, they gave up 79 yards in two games that's the where the steelers are going to have to step up this week because they it seems like they got that those two dominant performances and Carolina kind of erased the myth of people saying, oh, well, it was just the Panthers that they held to 21 yards. Well, when they turn around, and the Panthers, I think, are the second or third best rushing team over the last two games, with one of those games being only 21 yards against the Steelers, because they rushed for 320 yards the following week, that just kind of goes to tell you something. Uh, it. it the Steelers just had to get it done on on the ground, and even the pass defense. I mean, they're they're sixth over the last two weeks, but if you go back five or six weeks, they're first, just because it's it's what the defense has been doing, and it hasn't been overly flashy. Because I admit I was you know really into the game on Christmas Eve and didn't realize how much the Steelers were dominating outside that first drive. Yeah, that they had really dominated until I really broke down the numbers. I'm like, wow, they really did dominate, especially in the second half.
1: Brian, when you think back to week 14 and now where the both of these teams are heading into week 17, what do you think about in terms of the differences?
0: I kind of feel that if the Steelers clean up the trenches, there you go. I I really feel that way. I don't know if uh, Baltimore has been as impressive and they have that scepter, you know, just it's flying over. You've got that balloon flying over the when's Lamar coming back, but you almost, this team needs to really forget about that. I think the offense is uh, definitely not as strong. That defense, I think on paper should be, should be sterling look really good against the the Steelers so if the Steelers cleaned up their trenches which they've cleaned it up in the in the two games following the uh, Ravens disaster if that's cleaned up then you feel a whole lot better going into this game
1: Yeah I think back to week 14 such a weird game you know 16-14 final score Kenny Pickett gets knocked out of the game after his second series and how many yards did the Ravens have Two hundred and fifteen, Was it Dave in week 14 rushing? Yeah. Yeah. Team as a, as a team, they rushed over 200 yep. yards, only one by two. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky threw three costly interceptions in that game. Uh, it, it should lead to some optimism. I feel like for the Steelers heading into this game in Baltimore, but Baltimore is well, not an easy place to play. Kenny Pickett still has yet to play against the Ravens. Really? uh you know yeah you can count that he prepped and he got the the first team reps in practice leading up to that game and he got to see it for a little bit but he, he hasn't yet to experience it dave what were you gonna say
2: i was gonna say do they employ the philosophy that they did the following week against the carolina panthers to say hey beat us passing the ball they have we to. are going shut you down because the Baltimore Ravens only passed for 94 yards against the Steelers three weeks ago, 94 yards passing 215 in the air. So to me, it it says, Hey, you turn around the next week. You, and you had the philosophy of you're going to have to, Sam Darnold's going to have to beat us with his arm and it worked. Do, Do they are, can, do they feel confident enough to just go in with the same philosophy against Baltimore?
1: Brian do you think the defense takes that approach do they sell out to stop the run
0: I actually really think they they're going to i I think that that seems like the formula that you would need and like Dave just said it worked
1: yeah, I, I hope that it doesn't look like, and we'll get to the injury report here shortly. It doesn't look like Lamar Jackson is going to be playing in this game, missing his second straight day of practice. And when you hear his offensive coordinator saying things like, yeah, we'd love to have him out there to get some experience before the, you know, the playoffs start, but we can't rush mother nature. That's exactly what Greg Roman said via uh, Jamison Hensley of ESPN. I think that's his name. Uh, anyways it doesn't look like Lamar is going to be playing until they get Tyler Huntley for the third straight game. It's hard to believe that. Uh, But Steelers Ravens last three games has been Tyler Huntley. You would think that they would say we are going to sell out to stop the run. And that's exactly what they did in in Carolina. And I, I think that I would think that Sam Darnold would be more of a threat to throw the ball than Tyler Huntley, but we'll see. We shall see. Um real quick sidebar before we get to the injury reports did, did you all see the video that circulated around uh Twitter from the NFL uh films when they had my, Mike Tomlin mic'd up uh after on, on Christmas Eve did you all see that
2: I, I did not which it depends on which one you're talking about I watched one Today, that was like 15 minutes long. It started off with Mike Pursuta doing his uh, that's the site and sound, video. Thing. that's a sight yeah, that sound. That's Sight and sound where it has like the NFL films, yes. music, and everything throughout. Really that good. man, I felt like running through a wall after watching that thing, man. Yeah, uh, but it had some Mike Tomlin sound, but I don't know that I heard anything that was just it was had that was more g- than that.
1: Had that great sound vibe where he said, I could be. Wearing steel-toed boots in the uh, shipyards in Newport News, but okay, since Brian hasn't seen it, I'm not going to bring it up. If you go to my Twitter account, I shared the video and and you can see it. But still, um, I last thing before we get to the injury report, I think I don't know who it was on the Ravens that said you're not a Raven until you beat a Steeler, and all those players that had gone four straight games without beating Pittsburgh could finally say, okay, now we finally beat the Steelers. Do you think that? The Steelers rookies—they kind of feel the same. Just vice versa. That man, we got to beat the Ravens. You got to find a way to go out and beat Baltimore. Dave, what do you think?
2: Um, we're the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're the Baltimore Ravens. They—they've got to get up to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. But you know what? So does everybody else. So does the Bengals. So do the Browns. And to me, I still think the Ravens are more than those teams. But come on, it's you're still the Steelers, and everybody else is everybody else. So I think that's important and I would like to say it, but I don't think it's nearly as important in this direction as it is for them in the other
1: direction. Brian, you agree or disagree?
0: I cannot disagree with Dave Moore. Oh. Um, I no, I, I really think that this is uh this is a priority. I I think Ravens, every Ravens game, the two from each year. and man, even if there's a third one, it's circled on the calendar. This is their rivalry week. this is this is the one that they expect every year. I, I remember when I uh, when when I was in high school, even though I didn't play, but I was at every game. And you know, when week three, every year was against Winbur High School it was Richland and Winbur. And that was a rivalry game. We weren't even in the same conference, but we, uh, we, we bordered each other. I mean, there's a, you know, our high schools were five minutes apart. You know, that's how close we were. And, you know, that was just a huge rivalry. And it is, I, I, I feel like you're not, you were in a Ram until you beat the Ramblers. And I don't think you're a Steeler until you beat the Ravens and vice versa.
1: All right. There you go. I I think that I don't know. I, I think it's always just something that's blown out of proportion. And it's rare also that a team wins four in a row in this rivalry, which the Steelers had done up until week 14. So I'll tell you what, let's look at this from a different perspective. Let's go into the injury report. Dave, you have that ready? I do. All right, go for it. All right, Steelers injury report. Now, first of all,
2: I predicted something, and Jeff predicted the exact same thing because we know how this organization works. When clown yesterday's show. It's a clown when, show, yeah, when yesterday's injury report came out, and no Trey Norwood on the injury report when he did not finish the last game, you, you just can't do that. And instead, Cam Sutton shows up on the injury report out of nowhere, not practicing with the exact same injury that Trey Norwood has. I instantly wrote it in the article saying, I believe this is a clerical error again.
1: Not to mention Tomlin even said that Trey Norwood is going to be hampered early in the week with a hamstring injury.
2: And it took them until this morning, the next morning, to then correct it. And but as soon as I put that out there in in, in the Slack channel for the staff, Jeff even piped up and said, "Yeah, I don't think that's right." I'm like, "Yeah, same here." Jeff's like, "You can quote me." I'm like, "I don't have to quote you. I already wrote it myself." That we both knew that that was eventually what was going to happen. So if you read only yesterday's report and you didn't get to see what happened this morning or or see today's, that is why you're you're if you're wondering what's going on with Cam Sutton, there's nothing going on with Cam Sutton. They wrote the wrong name. So
1: the, the hungover intern showed up, on, uh, <laughs> showed up on on Thursday was like or the oh, disgruntled one. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they gotta I'm stop still, stop getting them from Pit Johnstown. They're or like, somewhere. man, I'm go still ahead. working oh. one on from last night. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to take a shot there. I had to take a shot. All right, so so here we go. Dante Johnson with his hip was limited Wednesday back to full on Thursday. Good news. Trey Norwood didn't practice either day. Yes, it's Trey Norwood this time. I am already I already have him penciled in that he's not going to play. But the, with, a, with Elijah Riley coming on to the 53-man roster, they were probably going to have a safety inactive anyway. So to me, it's just going to be Norwood instead of Riley. And Riley played nice when he came in after Norwood got hurt. All right. That's a side note. Najee Harris. Didn't practice Wednesday. Personal was a full participant today. Now the the players that were personal, it was reported by some outlets that it's because they attended Franco Harris's funeral. I can't confirm or deny that. I'm just saying some reported it. The Steelers themselves did not, so I'm just leaving that as that's possibly where they were. So Najee Harris was not injury related at all, but he was a full participant Thursday. Terrell Edmonds said he was a hamstring and personal, not injury related, didn't practice Wednesday, full on Thursday. That's big for Edmonds to be coming back. Miles Jack was groin slash not injury related, didn't practice Wednesday, limited Thursday. So we'll see how that goes. Pat Fryermuth and Cam Hayward were the same as Najee Harris, no injury listed, didn't practice Wednesday for personal reasons, full participants Sorry, didn't Wednesday, personal reasons, um, full participants Thursday. And then last but not least was Larry Ogunjobi, who was not injury-related slash toe on Thursday, or on Wednesday and on Thursday, did not practice either day. He's become a guy that they've been holding him out of practice just to get him out there playing in the game, and he's been doing a great job. Yeah, so cool. I thought it sounds like a pretty good injury report for the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I agree. Brian, what stood out to you on in that injury report? Man, I just, just the fact that
0: you went down from what, seven to three. And when I, when I look at them and, and you still see that toe with Larry O, and that's just always going to be there. So you really don't worry about that. We, we knew, we knew what was going to be happening with Trey. I, I feel that, uh, you know, there's guys that you worry about. You worry about Miles Jack on there. But when you look at the whole thing, it almost feels like they're relatively healthy going in. Yeah, so go ahead, Dave.
2: I forgot to add that Marcus Allen was placed on IR. Yeah, That's just one other person that's not available. And the Steelers opened the window for Akello Witherspoon to come back to practice, but he's not in any injury report, not on the 53-man roster. They would have to activate him um, in order for him to be able to play. And the Steelers just haven't done that right away this year. Did they do it with Boswell? Yes. Right away. The That's only the only way. one. Which, when you think about it, a kicker's a little bit different. Yeah. So, uh, so we just have to wait and see on that. So, well,
1: I want to ask you all about Akela Weatherly. You know, they they start his clock. Two weeks left in the regular season, and then I automatically my mind goes to William Jackson the third, and I mm-hmm. start thinking, what's the use <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're not going to start his clock now just yeah. to see if he could get back? What are you waiting on? I was. I thought they'd start his clock last week. Brian does that change how you view the the William Jackson the third acquisition at all? I know that he is he will not play enough snaps that I believe the draft capital that was going to be exchanged is now nullified that they owe Washington nothing and Washington owes the Steelers nothing. They basically just took William Jackson's salary for the rest of this season. What does that mean to you, Brian?
0: You know, it
1: means that, uh,
0: they took a gamble and that gamble did not pay off the way they thought it would. But if that's the case and what you just said, then, then man, you just paid, you you just overpaid for something that, uh, that you really, that you thought it was going to work out. Hey, let's put it this way. You bought your Steelers Raiders tickets in April. <laughs> and you pay, and you pay double. <laughs> oh, you made, the, the schedule came out in May. Okay. May. So yeah, <laughs> You bought them in May. And yeah, then you're smart. like, Damn, I can get those for 15 <laughs> bucks right now.
2: I sold mine within 24 hours of when the schedule came
0: out. <laughs> that's so. what that's what the pick is. I mean, that's yeah. what that trade is. I mean, yeah. hey, I still think it was go for it. They just thought they were going to get a little bit more out. They thought they were going to get something out of them. They got nothing. So yeah, it ends up being a wasted trade, but now it's just wasted money.
1: I'm curious if the Steelers aren't going to play him, make people make other teams think that, Hey, he's really banged up. They're getting to know him at this time. They cut him so they don't owe him a salary next year and then try and sign him to a contract. That's a little bit more team friendly. I wouldn't be shocked. Let's get the super chat up here. Ryan O'Toole gives us $5. Thank you for the tip, Ryan. He says Carr is basically done as a Raider. In case anyone missed the news, Derek Carr was told he's not going to start for the rest of the season, and then there's this whole disgruntled part of it, and he's not going to be around the team, and it's a mess. But it's the Raiders. What do you expect? And then Ryan continues, how many others lost their quarterback job after playing the Steelers? I know it's a bunch. I know Marcus Mariota did not survive their bye week after playing the Steelers in Atlanta. Was there anyone else this year?
2: This year, no. But I still think back to to uh, Joe Flacco, Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're that right. That would always stick out in my
2: mind. But yeah, I, I know Mariota this year, and I said that going into the game. I said if the Steelers beat the Falcons, I look for the Falcons to go move on for Mariota, yeah. and that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, it, it is. I don't want to get into the whole other quarterbacks. Desmond Ritter has been less than uh, ideal this year as well. Uh, not going to talk about Malik Willis right now, but uh, Brian, anything you want thoughts about that at all?
0: Wow. You know that, and we've seen this happen a few times. That means that the Steelers defense, whether they're catching them at the right time or whether this is just, I mean, the schedule, the, this was a really positive schedule, for the last eight games, eight, nine games or so, maybe that's it. But the Steelers, when you look at the Carolina game and last week against Detroit and Detroit's an upcoming, very good team. And you saw how, how Pittsburgh shut down that running game. I believe it was 21 yards and they ran for over 200 close. I mean, close to, I think they ran for close to 300 yards. It was
2: 320.
0: Yeah. It was, it was something extraordinary. That means that, that means that this team is playing so much better at this juncture. And, uh, you know, they're definitely on their eyes.
1: People in the live chat are telling us that Let's not forget when they broke Baker Mayfield. And so Baker Mayfield's time in Cleveland last year was, it was the win Ben's last home game that they, I don't think Baker ever played another snap for uh, the Browns. So there you go. What's up, Dave?
2: Well, do I, can I talk? Do I get to talk about the William Jackson the yeah, third thing? Go for it. Okay, because yeah. I know we, we did the super chats, but I didn't get to roll into it. This my dad. No, no, that that's fine. The William Jackson, the third thing. Um the only thing is the two point seven seven million on the salary cap this year. And some people are like, Well, why are, why do you care how how they spend art's money? look at it. If they're at 17, three going in into next year, if they wouldn't have spent that 2.77 on a player, that's not going to play a snap for them. They would have been at 20 million. So that's just that. That's the way that I look at it. Um, But because there'll be money to roll in and like that 17 million that they have for next year. I don't think that includes the money that's going to roll over, but I I mentioned that 17 million. I said, it's not as much as you think. It could be because there's 12 million or so of that that's William Jackson the third right now. Uh 12.75 million. Do you really think they're gonna keep William Jackson the third next year no. at 12.75 million? No. So when I say that 17 million, that's why that number is lower right now. And you but but for now that's the player that they have. It has to be once they once they decide to do something different. So they really—if you're not giving up any draft capital, the only thing you gave up was that money that you ended up spending on him, which is a shame. But I also want to remind people because some some people were 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 talking about this in, in the comments of the article of when a, when we I did a Keller Witherspoon Keller back because I talked about William Jackson the Third in that one, and they're like, "How did he pass a physical?" He practiced for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. It was just during the bye week when there was no injury report or any other practice report. He came and he was in uniform and he practiced. And then he hurt himself, re-injured his back, and went on IR. So it's not
1: like he never suited up for a practice for the Steelers. He did at least do that. It was just during the bye Good points. Good points. And we'll see more about that, I'm sure, as the weeks come out. But still, we're going to take a quick break on the audio side. You're going to hear a word from our sponsors. Otherwise, those watching live on YouTube or Facebook, we'll be right back.
2: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.
1: All right, Steeler fans, welcome back. We just got done talking about the injury report and getting you ready for this Week 17 game, and now it's time for the fun stuff. Let's talk about the over-under game. Uh, we're going to do some of the updated spread, give our predictions, and finish it off with some trivia, as we always do. Uh, Brian, do you have the updated standings for over-under? Uh, I, I want to hear do.
0: them. <laughs> they're, they're now in a little leather book.
1: Mm. So how can also be lost. But anyways, that's the side That's neither here nor there. Go ahead, Brian. Jefferson Hartman,
2: no.
0: your New Year's resolution is to be nicer to bad. My um, problem
2: is I missed that. I missed one the one show and just said give me all the overs, and no, I, I, I haven't recovered good. since. good
1: on that. Actually, I, I think you did. hit most of those. Yeah, you yeah. I, I
2: think you guys hit more than I did, though, and that's what it, re- it doesn't matter how many you hit. It's how you do. Re- I only really need to get two right as long as you guys get none. It really doesn't matter. So it, I don't care if Anyways, I'm six for six. The, if you guys are six for six as well,
1: that's true. Okay, what are the standings. Yeah,
0: Dave Scofield is at fifty-eight in third place. Jeff Hartman is at fifty-nine in second place, and I, I have no idea how I have sixty-two.
2: But I'll be honest with you. You know, at the end of the season, I'm going to demand a recap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you can go, you know what? I'll be glad for you to do a recount and that's go and listen to. Some yep, shows. Yep. Oh.
1: All right. I did seven this week. And Uh-oh. you'll know why when I get to the last one, I stayed away from one Kenneth Shane Pickett this week. We're not, no, there's no KP eight numbers here. We're going to start off with give the rock to the Naj Najee Jerome Harris, his full name given by birth, Najee <laughs> Harris, rushing yards. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, i was cent. just talking about how
0: you you don't care about uh jeremy Bett's name either jerome, just jerome everybody's Betts. name
1: yeah it is what it is uh i've been this way for a long time just to understand <laughs> that uh his rushing yards for nausea are 67 and a half 67 and a half yards rushing uh we'll go with brian first this time we'll let dave go last brian what do you think over under
0: Man, I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under.
1: Okay. What about you, Dave? Well, they only
2: had 65 rushing yards on the game last time, but if the defense can come up, come out and show up early, and 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 if the Steelers play with the lead rather than playing from behind the entire game, it could be different. You know what? I'm, it might make me drop further behind, but I, I'll go over.
1: Okay, I'm going to take slightly under. I think he's going to be around 60, 65. I just don't think he gets over that. I think the Steelers as a unit might rush for well more than that, but I don't think uh, it's going to be all Najee Harris. Let's go to DJ. Deontay Johnson, yards receiving. I've got that number at 60 and a half. 60 and a half. Brian, what do you think? I'm actually going to go over this week. Mm, Okay.
0: I'm I'm feeling DJ. I'm I'm just feeling DJ right now.
1: What about you, Dave?
2: Let's see. 82 last time. I'll go over as
1: well. I was thinking over. Uh, I, if you've seen the way defensive defenses have played these receivers, they have said, we're going to George Pickens is not going to be the guy that beats us. And what happens is Deontay Johnson ends up eating whatever cornerback they throw on him. He eats their lunch, at least in the first half. He did that against the Raiders. I expect him to do it against the Ravens. So I say the over as well. Here's a fun one. Deontay Johnson receiving touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) 0.5, right? Yes, there it is, (laughs) 0.5. In other words, do you think Deontay Johnson hits pay dirt for the first time in 2022? Brian, what do you think?
0: what did you say 0.5 yes, is that what point it is
1: five, yes it's, it's a yes or no race
0: <laughs> uh, i man i'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because i've been on this guy all season but i like what he's done the last couple weeks uh let's just say he does
1: it he gets it okay dave
2: I don't think he'll go all 17 games without a touchdown. The only question is, will it be this week or next week? If he doesn't get it this week, I think they're going to force him next week, If especially if things are out of the picture. And, well, and when I talk about things being out of the picture for the Steelers, I, I don't think it's because of the Steelers. I just think it's because of all the other things that have to happen. Um, man, it would be nice if they go into week 18 still alive. You know what? I'm going to feel like Brian. Let's go over
1: under i don't think he gets it yeah not this game at least i'm gonna take the under i I mean if he does i'm not gonna be upset i just don't, don't think it's this week i think he can go all year without getting one but anyways let's go to the next one pittsburgh Steelers sacks of ravens quarterbacks we'll put it that way i have a line at one and a half this might sound odd based on what the steelers have done recently but the ravens are a different beast brian what do you think they are a different beast, and I I don't like to lowball the Steelers
0: on sacks, but I'm happy when I'm wrong under. All right, Dave, one,
1: one and, and a, a
2: half. half. Yes. I'm going to go over. They got two last game, so I think they could get to this game.
1: I'm going to take the over as well. I was thinking too. I was thinking too. Let's go with the Baltimore Ravens rushing yards. Baltimore Ravens team rushing yards, and this is a very. It's, it's definitely this is a below. hard number to come up with. It is. Jeff. It's below their average for the season. Steelers rush defense has done well, but then they gave up 215 in week 14. I have it at 125 and a half.
2: 125
1: and a half. 125 and a half as a team. Brian, what do you think?
0: I'm gonna go slightly over. I, I don't think it if they give up 140 yards to the Baltimore Ravens, I don't think
1: it's a killer. All right, Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I am
2: going to go over as well because I still I, I think one hundred and fifty is 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 a victory, and if they go under the one hundred and twenty five, I am just I am going to be jumping through the roof because to me the the Ravens are going to have to rush it for one hundred and eighty yards or more in order to have a chance to win this game. I mean, because um, unless they end up with another game where they're plus three in the turnover margin again, so that's why I am I am like that they, they'll go over, but hopefully
1: it's not going to be much. No risk it, no biscuit. I'm gonna take the under, and I think they're gonna sell I, out to stop the I run. I hope
2: you win this one, Jeff. I do. <laughs> I do.
1: All right. The next one, Steelers takeaways, defensive takeaways, one and a half. Brian, what do you think? Uh that's tough for me.
0: Uh now you know what? The quarterback. We'll drop the ball, whoever the quarterback is. Um, let's go ahead and say over, two. Okay, Dave?
2: I'm going to go under, but I think they get one.
0: I just don't know. I mean, they didn't get any last
2: time. So I, I don't know if they'll if, if it'll be enough. And I, this is one that if I'm wrong, I'm going to be so happy because I think it's going to be a dif- the difference in the game.
1: I'm going to say under as well. I think they get one, but I don't think they get two. Um, so I'll take the under. And the seventh one which this is very special to this matchup and it's very special to Dave Schofield. It's quarter total quarterbacks playing in the game. <laughs> and we're two, two, right? two and a half. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I knew you were doing this. Right? <laughs> uh, the bet that Dave wanted to make and could have, but didn't in week 14. Uh, well, Dave, I'll throw it to you first over under quarterbacks playing two and a half
2: over. Even if it's just for a couple snaps because someone's got to step out and then come back, I'll go over. Okay. What
0: about I'm you, Brian? S- I'm saying over as well because if, what if there's a gadget?
1: Oh, oh okay. Does, does that count, Dave? Does that count?
0: Yeah, if, so they, if wild, they
1: come in. Wildcat? Yeah. Like a Wildcat play?
2: Yeah. But I don't know why. I don't see the Steelers doing that, but I could,
1: I could see. they done the Wildcat that. this year.
2: I'll go over. No, 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 no. The Wildcat wouldn't count. They'd have to – a player it's not someone else taking a snap a player who is designated a quarterback would a different one would have to come on the field
1: okay brian do you yeah. need changers
0: you know what i am i'm going to change mine to give dave a chance there we go <laughs> no
1: I mean, I go it's
0: under. just gonna make, make the deficit even
2: more is what it's gonna oh, be or, or that <laughs> yes
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to say under. I, I think both of these quarterbacks end up staying in. I, I'm assuming it's Huntley. Uh, you got to think Huntley got rocked by of Fitzpatrick and left the game last last time. There's a good chance Kenny Pickett thinks twice about tucking and running as well. Um, I'm going to say under. Well, we'll just go with under there. So there you have the seven. Do you need any reiterated, Brian? I need a bunch. I'll get them after the show. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, let's go to the up uh the most up-to-date spread. This thing's been all over the place, Dave. What yes, is the right,
2: right now it is two and a half.
1: Okay. So with that being over under seven, 35. 35. Really? That's gone down too. Yeah. That's over, gone down. That was like four 38 more. when it came out. Yeah, good point. Yeah. All right. Uh Dave, we'll go with you first. How do you see this game going and what's your score prediction?
2: The Steelers don't seem to win high scoring games, and the Ravens. Haven't been able to score recently. So I'm going to go with a crazy point total. And I'm going to say I have the Pittsburgh Steelers pulling this one out 16 to 12.
1: Nice, I love these weird. Wanghorns <laughs>
2: goes for a two point conversion early in the game and doesn't get it.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're not. So having it's nothing it's but two Justin field goals, Tucker, a field touchdown, goals. and no two point conversion.
2: And <laughs> that takes know. the Justin Tucker factor out at the out of the uh, out at the end of the game because I I don't like that to be involved.
1: I get it, I get it. I, I like these Brian-esque scores. All right, yeah. Brian.
2: What's your? Never get it right
1: anyway. So why does it matter? Why do Brian's I? Brian's got it? a final score of fifty-one, like the Rams did on Christmas Day. No. no, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I could. hey, what's what is the over under again? What number are we looking 30, for? 36. So,
1: 35. No, 35, I'm sorry. Thirty
0: five. Thirty-five. I'm you know what? I'm going twenty to nineteen. Oh. In this game. So I guess I'm taking I'm taking the over. You're taking the Steelers? I'm going to take the Steelers.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say, you didn't say what team. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: that's because I've been back and forth in my mind 17,000 times.
1: I'm going to go Steelers 20, Baltimore 17. 20 to 17. The Justin Tucker factor will be initiated, but I don't think it'll matter. With the traditional score. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I tend to just lean on the traditional side of Hey, I, I
2: could have gone five.
1: <laughs> that would have been a good one. Yeah. You know, Okay. Um, do you have Dave? I know you have trivia. Brian said he'll be right back. Um, why don't you go ahead and do your trivia and the idiot dunce in the corner myself. Let me get my, if I had a cone hat, I'd put it on. I'll try. to.
2: <laughs> oh man, this is going to be tough knowing that who I knowing it's my audience, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I hope everything on the live fine.
1: chat here. I'm going to lean on the live chat. Okay.
2: Here. Well then I had a bunch of trivia tonight. I really did. I had a bunch. So I'm going to ask you the easiest one first. <laughs> okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers, um, since since uh since over the last five games, since 2017, going to Baltimore is that's is is you know they have their ups and downs going there. What's the Steelers record in Baltimore over the last five years?
1: Over the last five the last
0: five years. games, so 17,
2: 18, 19, 20. Um, I don't have 2021 in here. Why not?
0: Actually, I this was going to be my trivia question. So, uh, the Steelers no. <laughs> record, the Steelers record in Baltimore? Yeah. They've they have won 4 out of the last 5 in Baltimore. Yes, they have. Welcome
1: back, Brian. So, <laughs>
2: although I'm um, although I'm looking for it and why do I not have the 2021 game? They won it that's because oh, it was in 2022 they, last year. Yeah, I was like, "What? Oh, that's why it's 2022 because it was the 2021 season." The we had to keep Cloud that.
1: conversion game.
2: Yes, it was, and that one was 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 in overtime. Okay, so now I can I can go into my my other trivia. Okay, and that is the Steelers have been matched up with the Baltimore Ravens towards the end of the season quite a good bit. Um how many times have the Steelers faced the Ravens since they came in into the league in 96 96 right 96 yeah um since they came in, came into the league how many times have they faced them in the final 2 weeks of the season
0: final 2 weeks oh my gosh yeah. um final week well oh, because because you know this because it's the you... next to
2: last week in the final 2 games of the season
0: yeah, I I could give you final week a whole lot easier because I know in two thousand three that was this that was the big Jamal Lewis year, they that game. I know, my gosh, of course last year. Gosh, I mean, I would probably, Dave, I would probably venture to say, out of uh, twenty five seasons, I would probably say seventeen.
1: I was going to say 15.
2: It's 10. Wow. Mm. That they faced them in the last two weeks, um, and they are 5-5 five and five in those games. Um, so this one would be breaking the tie. There's only one team, though, since they went to a 16-game schedule in 1978 that the Steelers have faced in the final two games of the season more often, and that team would be? Cleveland Browns. And how many times do you think that's
1: been? Since 78? Yeah. 18. I was going to say 21.
2: And Jefferson Harper would get it exactly right. You win the extra $100, right? In Bob Barker's pocket. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, that's, that's what they are. Here now. And, and, and like I say, I'm doing this because they're going into the last two games. That's why everything's the last two games of the season. The the Steelers, for some reason, they've been giving them a lot of divisional games the final two weeks. That's not the case for everyone. Notice there's some non-divisional games. Like, like you're needing the Seahawks. I mean, they're a cross-conference game. You're needing the Seahawks to beat the Jets and things of that nature. When looking at the final two games of the season, and I even went back and included the strike years – um, to so it's not just week 16 and 17, or you know, regardless of whether they're buys. The Steelers have actually faced 26 of the 31 teams. Any idea who the five teams are that the Steelers have not faced at the very end of their season going back to nineteen
1: seventy eight? Five the, teams they've never played,
2: never played in the final two weeks of the season.
1: Seattle. Nope, they, they
2: have played, played Seattle. Seattle.
0: 1993. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams. The Rams count because they were in St. Louis when they played them.
1: They uh, played the them Lily twice, Carter, actually, again, in yeah.
2: 2007. Jacksonville? In they have played Jacksonville at the end of the season. The they Cardinals. played them there. Uh, there's one, the Arizona Cardinals. Washington. They have played Washington. That was yeah. in
1: 2000. Huh.
0: Atlanta.
2: Atlanta. There's two. Hey, Jeff, that Washington game. That Washington, that game Washington was the is the last season. game
1: at Three River Stadium. Yeah. I should have known yeah. that. Yeah. They shellack the hell out of the Dallas.
0: Rest.
2: Dallas. That's three. They've never played Dallas the final two weeks in the season. Philly? Philly. They've never played Philly the final two weeks in the season.
1: Uh
0: New York Giants? Chains? I was just gonna say that. That uh I
2: gotta bring it back up to tell you exactly when it was with the Giants. But they have they played the Giants in 1985.
0: Oh yeah, them. yeah, that was. I
1: mm-hmm. was just talking about that for the Colts. Nope,
2: yep, really they've crazy. played the Colts because they've actually played every AFC team.
1: Oh, okay. So these are the NFC. I didn't hear that.
0: I
2: didn't say that before.
0: How? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh Minnesota Vikings.
2: That's a good guess, but the Minnesota Vikings they played them in 1992.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, That was a, like a three nothing game or something. Mm.
2: I'll give you a hint. Uh it would be very helpful if they would have played this team in the final two games this year because the Steelers could really help their cause.
0: Green Bay, no, um Steelers could help their cause.
1: Yeah, okay. people in the live
2: chat know what it is now. It's the bears. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, because they would help their cause because of their draft pick. Yes, they've never played the Chicago Bears in the final two weeks of the season. Now How I, I not know that.'ve <laughs> got, I've, I've got another follow-up to this, if you don't mind. What NFC team have they played the most at the very end of the season? And it was three times they've played this uh, this NFC team at the f- the final two weeks of the season. You don't get you know you don't get a lot of NFC teams against the Steelers. The Detroit. Of the that's a good guess because Detroit's one of the more recent ones. But Detroit, they've that's the only time they played them, and that was in two thousand five.
1: Brian was there. We all know that story. Yeah, yeah, and Jenny, they, Jenny was crying. I forgot <laughs> about that because I was thinking <laughs> Detroit in two thousand two.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, goodness. Um, The Carolina Panthers.
2: That would be correct. The Carolina Panthers. They have played them three times towards the end of the season. They once was in 96, once within 2010. And I don't
0: know where the other one was in between. (laughs) 2006. Uh, Sounds about right. No, 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 no. 2000. It was the last day in the snow. No, 1999. It was the last day in the snow. Yeah.
1: All right, good stuff. Now, Brian, did you have trivia or did Dave steal it? Sort, <laughs> yeah, he did, but I've I've got
0: I've got a backup here. And there has only been these teams, they've played close. Um, five times is the longest winning streak, and it's happened twice. Who has that winning streak and when were they?
2: See the Steelers had the four game winning streak. You mean this is with Steelers and
0: Ravens, right? Steelers and Ravens.
2: Steelers had the four game winning streak. Um, Steelers they had one pretty early on, like not the first, not not the first year they played because I think they split with didn't they split with them the first year? But then yes. the Steelers went went uh, went like five or six straight games where they beat them early on.
0: Yes, okay. the Steelers did win five early on. And they won five again. Oh, they
2: won five again? I don't know when they won five again.
0: They won five from 1997 to 1999, the first game Mm -hmm. of 1999. And then they went ahead and won again. very important game to start the streak was December 16th of 2001 that helped them win that division, that Cordell year. They won 26-21 to 21 in Baltimore on Sunday Night Football, and they won five straight, um, including 9-7-2003, which was the opener of 2003. And then they lost to – I alluded to this game. They lost the last game of the season when Jamal Lewis went over 2,000 yards.
2: Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So you said they won the – the second
0: game of 2001 you said or or the first game the no they won the opening 2000... week of 2000 no opening week of 2003 excuse me
2: oh opening week of 2003 that was that was the that, did that start the streak or end the streak
0: no that that was the last win in that streak and they they won the excuse me they won the last week of 2001 not the last week but the uh okay
2: the last the second matchup
0: 15 i think that was week 15 yes
2: the second matchup okay so if they won the second matchup of 2001 and they won the first matchup of 2003 that would be four games right unless there's a postseason game in there
0: there is a postseason game in there too because that was uh in 2001
2: that makes sense yep there you go
0: there you go. I have, I
2: have, one more quick one. <laughs> Just somewhere. like we should be done. Okay. <laughs> the first game I ever attended in Pittsburgh was in 2004 in week 16 when they hosted the Ravens. That was my Christmas present. I found out that on Christmas that I was going the next day. And the Steelers, um, they, 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 they won that game uh, – secured the number one spot. that won that game 20 to seven. Who was the quarterback for the Ravens? Kyle Bowler. It what? I didn't remember it. I had to look it up and that's why I was asking. You're right. It was Kyle Bowler. I didn't even
1: remember. There you go. Jeff guess, gets one, right?
2: Yeah. Right.
1: No, you had the 21, right? For Cleveland. Oh, right. Well, yeah, I just guessed that's my favorite number from Roberto. Clemente. Yeah. That's why I guess. Yeah. Anyways, ant smith gives a dollar and he put up his prediction thank you for the tip he said steelers win 17 to 16 kenny pickett throws first two touchdown game one of those touchdown goes to dj and i hope i hope you're right i don't care how they win just win just beat the ravens good lord i can't deal with them losing two to living in this god-awful state anyways uh good show guys <laughs> uh, let's do some final thoughts uh dave we'll start with you <sighs>
2: I to me the just thinking that there's the possibility the playoffs is playoffs is really nice. I enjoy it, but it's if the Steelers don't make the postseason this year, it's not the end of the world. But if they don't make it, I don't want it to be because they don't win. Go out and beat the Ravens. Go go home and beat the Browns. Win those two games to finish out the season. And if other stuff doesn't fall right, other stuff doesn't fall right. Do what you need to do. Do your part. Stay focused on that. Hopefully things aren't to a point where they're already eliminated before kickoff. That's the most frustrating thing about this being moved into prime time. But bottom line is, The Steelers are playing well enough to get flexed into Sunday night right now. They've, they've, they've done a real nice job of turning their season around and they're a team worth watching. So let's get our popcorn ready and let's watch them Sunday night.
0: There you go. Brian, final thoughts. We never expected to be in this position. Dave has this great trivia question that he's done for years. How many times have the Steelers had more than one week at the end of the season where they were eliminated from the playoffs and we never thought that this could be a possibility that they get eliminated in week 18 and that is definitely a possibility now yeah i get it there's that's that specter that you can go ahead and get in the playoffs and get smashed i'm sure that could happen but That's a part of the growth process. Whoever thought that this is what we were going to be cheering for. Whoever thought that we were going to hope that Seattle beats the jets and that we're looking at some other things and we're looking at the injury report and saying, whoa, no Tua this week for Miami. And they're in new England. That, that makes it a tougher game. Who thought we'd be even talking about any of this? We were talking about, heck, I was doing a tanker's guide. And now the rooting guides change a little bit to look at both, whatever, whatever you're wishing for this season, you know, it's, the Steelers continue to find a way to surprise us. Some of you might think it's just mediocrity. That's fine. But when you're in it at the end, this just tells you one thing. This is why you watch Pittsburgh Steeler football, because you always seem to have hope. You always seem to have a chance and they still have a chance. It's a really slim chance. I'm not going to bring up the Dumb and Dumber line that everybody wears (laughs) out this time of year because they're wearing it out like crazy, but what if? So you cheer, you cheer like crazy, and if they get in the playoffs and they're they're picking in the 20s, that means that your future
1: is being accelerated. I can't stop thinking about that scene in Dumb and Dumber where Jim Carrey is... I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. What? I mean, nothing. No. I mean, come on, Mary. Give it to me straight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my favorite that. oh, that's, the, that's when Jim Carrey was funny. <laughs> so,
0: hey,
2: you gotta remember last year, how many point underdogs were the were the Jaguars against the Colts? Yeah. It was oh, it yeah. was like 17. It was something crazy. So
1: mm-hmm. And we always talk about that Ryan Suckup 43 yard field goal missed oh, as well. And I was at that Steelers
2: that, game and everything that had to press. go
1: right for that to even matter was yeah. incredible. I mean, people have said that that was one of the greatest days of football of their lives just because of, it didn't work out for the Steelers, but just in general. So. All right, good show, gentlemen, and thank you all in the live chat for being a part of it, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube. Make sure you check us out on our audio-only site as well. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, you name it, word everywhere. Just search Steelers Behind the Steel Curtain. You'll get my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Dave Keek on Thursday. Brian's Bad Language on Mondays. Don't miss any of it. In the meantime, Dave, you know we finished it out.
2: Shout out to Jerome Wright.
1: Hey. We'll see you next week.
0: Everybody else gets a little tight.